All right, all right, guys. Well, we've been battling it tonight, so y'all just y'all just uh, hang with us and uh, uh, on the Couch Potato Sports Report. T Bird, along with OG, uh, we're gonna look. Uh, Mo Better's not here tonight, so we're gonna roll the ship anyway. We got Tyler on the line. All right, so Tyler, for you, come on. I just want to uh, tell everybody that uh, we have Tyler Roldan on the on the line. He's a Kennesaw Mountain uh, place kicker. And uh, we wanted to kind of interview and try to get into a place kicker's mind about how you prepare for a football game. Ty, welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Report. Hey, nice to be here. All right. So I'm T-Bird along with my partner, OG. And we're just going to ask you a few questions about, like I say, uh, how you prepare for uh, how you prepare for a football game, and and uh, you know just what a, a kicker goes through. So you want to touch on that for a minute, and my my partner is going to ask you a few questions as well. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. So l- let us know here, like, well, set the stage for us, and and tell us in your own words what what kind of what you did to uh, win player of the week last week. So last week, my high school, Kennesaw Mountain, we played North Paulton, Paulding. Oops, sorry. And originally we were 17 point underdogs and we won the score of 36 to 35. And um, in the last three minutes, we were down 10 points, I believe. And we ended up coming back and there was a last, in the last 10 seconds, I had a field goal. And I made it, so we won by one point. And I ended up with 13 points that game. So, man, so so you were the hero of the day. We've seen plenty of of Super Bowls and and regular, you know, all kinds of games end with kickers being the hero. But it's a very thin line between you know winning the game and losing the game. So, with that kind of, do you even think about that kind of pressure when you're when you're in the moment? I mean, leading up to it, when it started getting closer and closer to the end of the game and the score kept getting closer and closer, I was a little nervous about it. But in the actual moment of kicking, you just can't think about it. You just got to do what you've practiced. Right, right. So being the kind of the the hero of the day here, I mean, leading up to the week, we've heard, you know, we hear from quarterbacks and running backs, wide receivers and defensive players on what their preparation is. Tell us what you, what your practice looks like, and and kind of how your your you know getting ready for the game is different than everybody else on the on the team. I mean, yeah, it's definitely going to be a lot different than say a quarterback or a receiver because it's just different. But still, practice every day. I mean, my team's great. I've got a great long snapper, Brody Freeze. He's amazing. Without him, I couldn't do anything. But um. Throughout the week, we do practices. We'll run through all the special teams. And it just really comes down to I need to focus on that game day and in warm-ups. So give us, a, give us some, some insight here, whether it's practice or, or in-game. I mean, how, 
how long of a field goal are you, are you confident? Like, hey, I if it's within you know forty yards, fifty yards, like put me in, coach. I I can make it. Like, where's your comfort zone? So I would say within fifty yards, I'm pretty comfortable. My longest that I've hit not in game was fifty three, and the longest I've hit in game was a forty two yarder. Cool. But I'm pretty comfortable within fifty. All right. Well, Ty, let me ask you. Uh, how much do you weigh and how tall are you? I'm about six foot and 145. Oh, you are lean, yeah, my friend. You, yeah, <laughs> you lean, man. Uh, you ain't eating that many steaks, are you? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I, you know, to again, and I, and I call it getting into a kicker's mind. Uh, when you're uh, an OG, I don't think you, you asked this. If you did, stop me. But when you're, um, getting ready for the week, uh, for the game, what, you know, the other team's practicing. Did you ask that? And what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so whenever we get open space, we'll kick field goals, but it's not a lot of the time, but there's always a couple periods during practice where we'll run through special teams live. So we'll do field goal live or kickoff live. So there's always enough time for me to get some practices practicing and then whenever we have space we'll kick uh, okay so you don't have to be a part of none of the uh on field ruggedness and practice i mean they keep you clean don't they yeah it's very clean <laughs> <laughs> so do you practice a lot of like when stuff goes wrong whether it's a bad snap or a you know missed field goal i mean i don't want to say that you missed but in the off chance that you did i mean do you guys practice those kind of one-off situations or is that just kind of on the fly you you figure it out yeah it's kind of just on the fly we'll practice a little bit say something goes wrong in practice we'll adjust and make it better the next rep but it's mostly on the fly okay and uh again folks i just want to mention that we are talking to ty rolled in uh kennesaw mountain high school place kicker player of the week last week uh you guys got an off day this week and uh, uh, again, like my partner asked you, man, to be when they told you you were the player of the week, what just what ran through your mind? I was super surprised because, I mean, I've never heard of a kicker getting player of the week. So I was really surprised. I never thought it would happen. Well, hey, man, that, that could just lead to, you know, big things for you. Uh, are you planning on uh, going to college and being a place kicker? I'm hoping to. I didn't really realize that it was a possibility until lately. So I'm trying to get into the recruiting scene and hopefully go to college for it. Are you a uh, a soccer style kicker or are you kind of more a traditional, you know, straightforward kicker? So I came from soccer because I played soccer for a great bit of my life. So thank you. I just figured I'll you, come up and you answered that well. Dex and I are are uh, high fiving over here. Yeah, yeah. Our producer he. He thinks he's a soccer guru, and he said, hey, I'm sure he came from uh, soccer, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, man. But, you know, it's uh, – did we ask, what, what's the longest field goal you ever yeah. attempted? You did yeah. ask that? I got a question. Okay. Hey, Tyler. Hey. Hey, uh, this is Producer Dex. Real quick question. I went to public school, so I know what it's like. <laughs> There's a lot of trash talking going on at that line what is the best thing you've ever heard i mean 
<laughs> that's radio friendly. That's you, radio friendly. You don't have to keep it radio friendly. No, no. By all means, give us the good stuff. Give us the meat. There's nothing really terrible, terrible. There's nothing like all on, on the field. Nobody really said anything, anything to me, but I haven't really had much that I can think of that would stick out. Oh, yeah. Tyler, where's your next game? Um, it is at home. We play Harrison. Okay, I'm gonna go to that game and I'm gonna trash talk you the entire time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. You're not you're not gonna be able to get a glass of like uh, of lemonade or Gatorade or whatever without <laughs> without hearing this unradio friendly voice. All right, I just want to prepare you now. But you, but you know what? The, he the way he prepares, he's he's gonna tune you out and he's still gonna hit hit that kick. Okay. Well, <laughs> if, you, if you happen to see a burrito with extra guac coming your way. You can thank me later, okay? <laughs> you can thank me later, Ralph. All right. I'll see you then. Hey, hey Tyler, before you go, uh, I know a proud granddad uh, that uh, was raving about you. And uh, so I, I told him that I had to uh, give you a call and try to get you on the show. So we want to give a, a shout out to your granddad. And also, um, we want to thank you for being on the Couch Potato Sports Report. And if you'll do me a favor, I want you to tell all your people down in your area to listen to the Couch Potato Sports Report on Podbean, on Spotify, all your streaming networks, and uh, follow us on Twitter on the Couch Spot. Okay, will you do that for me? Yes, sir, I will. All right, man. And we want to thank you for uh, giving us a call and bearing with us through our technical difficulties. Okay. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right. So we that was Tyrell Dan, uh, place kicker for the Harrison for the Harrison for Kennesaw Mountain High School. And uh, when we come back, we're gonna stay right with our our Falcons where we uh, ended up when we started going through turbulence. (laughs) So if everybody will stay with us on the Casualty Sports Report, we're gonna get back at it. Back in a minute. Okay, from now on. Why would you, you hold on to a stale old auto call your phone. When you have a fresh okay. new car. That's the best one we ever had. New ride, new you, new plan, okay. right? So we, that's the number that they're going to call. Group. We'll and we be the done. For Taylor <laughs> this was a <laughs> So why not update so, your So yeah, okay, Drew, when we come back, we'll go back to, from the we'll end up, we'll talk a little bit Call more about me, the Falcons Saint, and then we'll move down to, to the, the Braves. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Nah, we'll, we'll do uh, a little bit of that, Again, but. I'm talking uh, to the LeVette group. And you can reach me at 678-777-7718. All right, guys, we're back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Uh, again, I want to apologize for the turbulence we had, but we are running smooth now. We got that high protein, not high protein, high octane gas in the engine, and we rolling on the Casper Sports Board. OG, we were talking a little bit about the Saints and the Falcons. Um, 
Jameis Winston. Yeah. Your thoughts? I, he went to Florida State. I like the guy. He's he's a proven winner, and uh, he can win. He can win in college. It has been a little more of a challenge uh, transferring that that winning mindset uh, to the NFL. I mean, he kind of struggled in Tampa a bit, but he there's potential there. If he cleans up some of the mistakes, Sorry. I think he'll. If he cleans up some of his interceptions and just wild throws, he's the kind of guy that can extend plays, move the pocket enough, but he's accurate and throws the ball down the field that is still a threat. Well, the Saints, they've got Cam Jordan on their defensive front. We got Grady Jarrett. Do you think that we're going to be able to get a pass rush on James? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. And I say that because the. the the Saints have the flexibility where if they if their line is starting to, to struggle a bit, they can they have some big beefy tight ends that can block. Our big our tight end is a is a wide receiver. He's a he's a small tight end. He's he's a wide receiver. He's a glorified tight end. We don't have that extra big body, that blocker. So we got to really scheme correctly to have, you know, two tight end sets and it, we're going to have to do that just to have the extra blocking because Cam Jordan has our number lately. And, and you know, we went through that whole spiel with Matt Ryan being on his butt, all, you know, half the, half the year last year. And let's give, let's help Mariota, you know, do his part. And, and just, we need that help to win. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, you know, I want to win and I want us to play together as a unit and, uh, uh, you know, really, we got new players, both sides of the ball. And and give give our fans something to believe that this coaching staff is doing the right thing with us. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. So so I, I I just I just hope we can play a complete four quarters and be a good football team. That that's the hope. I mean, it's, <laughs> especially, you know, coming in the first game of the year, you know, everybody's gonna be saying that. But man, this, I hate to say it, but the Saints have had our number the last five, six years, and I just hate hearing who that in the in the dome. Well, we have a quick question. It is from OG's mom. Uh, what about Winston's personal problems and all those court cases? Well, if it didn't, I, I, you know, I'm gonna just answer that real quick. If it if it's not stopping Deshaun Watson, I think Winston's fine. So yeah, I think uh, I think Jameis kind of got his. <laughs> You know, under the couch right now, and he's doing what he's you know supposed to do to play football. So you yeah. know, he's quiet now in the last couple of years. Yeah, Jameis had a had some issues at Florida State um, with uh, you know <laughs> with an issue or two with some crab legs or, or something. But um, yeah, I, th I think uh, I think getting confused with Deshaun Watson and, and Jameis. I think he can buy some crab legs now, though. I think so. <laughs> No, Jameis, Jameis Winston was uh, accused of, uh, I don't want to say sexual assault, but he yes. was accused of yeah. some things, and I think that's what our chatter is referring to. So. Yeah, uh -huh. that, that's all. Uh, they got they fixed all that. So, And I say they fixed it because I'm sure that that's what they did. You know what I mean? So, uh, like I say, Jameis, he, and by the way, uh, Mrs. OG, it was a very good question. But uh, Jameis has been quiet the last couple of years because he threw 30 interceptions last year. And I think he's trying to make sure that he can stay in the league. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> 
So, uh, but, you know, other than that, I think it's going to be a great game, OG. I'm looking forward to it. It's it's going to be on uh, at 4 o'clock. And really, you you know, the Falcons don't want them to come on at 4 o'clock for the first game of the year. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, hopefully that's going to get us more national airtime. I, I hope it's uh, we play to earn that national spotlight. We play well enough to to be, to be worthy of that national spotlight. But it'll be a good game, good start to the year. Fingers crossed that that we that the Falcons do our part. All right, guys, we're going to take another break. And hopefully when we come back, we are going to have Mo Better on the line. So y'all stay with us. We'll be back on the Cash Potato Sports Report. When shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777 7718. Again, I'm Todd Dino of the Levette Group, and you can reach me at 678 777 All right, and we are back on the Couch Potato Sports Report, guys. Hey, it's been one of them weeks still trying to get a hold of somebody. So uh, y'all just bear with us. But we're going to move on to the Braves, OG. And I don't care what you say. Here we go. Here I, we go. We were 10 games back, possibly 11. We, we were tied the other day. With the Mets, all the way, 84, 89, and 51, or whatever it was, tied them, and uh, we were off yesterday. So the Mets, they won a game, so we're half game back. I, You know, win, lose, or draw, you got to give the Atlanta Braves all the credit in the world. They, I, I agree. They have won seven straight, which is I mean, they, that's a must do when it's coming down to the wire here. And and I mean, could very well come to that last, you know, the second to last series where they play the Mets. Three games. Those three games. But the Braves have done everything right. They they are playing small ball ball. They're putting the ball in play. They're, they're not relying on the home run or nothing. And it is tough to, if if you get behind on the Braves, you're not coming back. And, and again, you've got to always be in, in killer mode if you have a lead on the Braves because they can just as easily put up five or six in an inning. Yeah. You know, we they getting it from everywhere, though. Vaughn Grissom, Michael Harris is just spectacular. Vaughn Grissom looks like a veteran hitter against all these pitchers throughout the league. I, I, I can't say enough about these guys. Even Marcel Ozuna hit a home run the other day and had a couple of hits. Can you believe that? 
Man, coming out of coming, out, but that's probably the best thing for him for his own personal confidence, no, and I, it, he needed that. The Braves needed that, and I mean, everybody's playing lights out. Everybody's playing lights out. You know, we had to kind of uh, straighten Kenley Jansen out a little bit. He went through a little patch where Kenley couldn't find the plate. You're walking the the first guy, then the second guy hit a homer. So uh, he had a clean inning uh, in his last uh, save that he got. So that was good. And, uh, you know, we're getting good starting pitching. The guys are pitching deep. Spencer Strider, come on now. I mean, he's in the running uh, for rookie of the year along with Michael Harris. I really think Harris probably going to nudge him out because, you know, he's a position player. But uh, I am just so happy. And let's just go on and call a spade a spade. You got to give Brian Snitker some credit because the way he's handling his roster can't get much better. It seems like all the, with with the injuries we've had and and the pickups and every but every every backup every fill in has been almost better than than the than the starting player. And you know Michael Harris, case in point, I I'd make an argument he he's the best player on the team no doubt. And, and has been since he since he joined. When when Michael Harris came, number one, we we got an everyday center fielder that can cover. He runs like a deer in the outfield, catches pretty much everything, almost made a great home run. Can you see when, when did he, the guy hit the home run, he liked to brought it back in. He was the player of the week again. Uh, and it just changed the whole, changed the whole tra trajectory of our team for this year. And he's, as young as he is, he is a lead. I, I feel like he is a leader, something that, we've we've kind of talked about we we want to see from from Acuna but maybe haven't really seen all that much of it so let me ask you this if Michael Harris was on the roster from day one would he and take your bias out of it would he be a candidate of yours for MVP would he be a candidate for MVP like, for the year if, the, he, the if he started day one yeah you know game one of the of yeah. the season and playing like he is, is he an MVP caliber candidate? I think he would have to be. And I and the reason why is because an MVP in baseball is what he does for that team. You understand? Mm -hmm. Okay. He drives in runs. He steals bases. He catches everything. When he plays, you're better. You understand? You take him out of the lineup, you're not as good. So – the MVP of the league in baseball is how he helps your team win. It's not that, you know, he's doing all these uh, great things throughout the league, which he is, but he, he gets, this guy gets clutch hit after clutch hit after clutch hit. That's an MVP on your team and, and the league. So in my book, he would be OG. Okay. So then is he... I mean, you can make the same case for Dansby, although Dansby had a little bit of a slow start, but yeah. but Dansby over the last four or five months has played lights out. So, I mean, looking at the statistics, and again, I, I it's it's different, but looking at the from a numbers perspective, his wins against replacement, meaning if wow. he was out of the if he was out of the lineup, someone else was in, is four point four. Dansby's highest, I think, on the team five point zero. So, I mean, all that to say, incredibly, two incredibly talented players, 
Dansby, since he's been playing from day one, you could really make the case he's today an MVP candidate, whereas Harris just has half a, half the time. Well, let me let me just say this. I think early on that you could make the case that Dansby was an MVP candidate, but because he had a little, uh, just a little bit of a tailspin that worked that went against his consistency, I think uh, you got to go with Harris because Harris been doing it ever since he's been here. When he came, he has not let up. So I got to go, I got to give it to Harris. But Dansby is such an important part of this baseball team for the leadership, as far as the continuity in the infield. Uh, you know, you, you got all of your components in place as, as far as the Atlanta Braves are concerned. So, I, you know, I would think. And, and I think with the roster today, yeah, I'm, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think today's roster uh -huh. is more of a championship contender than when we started the season. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, you, you, well, just let's just look at what you did. Okay, you solidified center field. You solidified first base. Uh, less the batting average. You getting all the run production. You know, you would like to see him bat at least 275, 280, okay? Uh, left side of your infield, Riley Dansby, solid. Right side, Ozzy um, and, uh, and, and Matt, Matt, and Matt Olson, solid. Uh, and then Vaughn Grissom, solid. I mean, you ain't missing a beat behind the plate all year long has been solid, no matter who's in there, Contreras or Darno. okay? The only spot that you got, the suspect, is left field, okay? Because you got Ozuna, you got uh, Robbie, uh, the new guy we got, Robbie Grossman, and then you got Eddie Rosario. So you're getting production out of left field, but you don't have – a left fielder, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, and then you got Ronald Acuna in right field who battling through the knee, and he just got a battle with it this year, and I'm glad he's DHing because he's a lot, your team is a lot better when he's in the game than not. I, I, I agree, and I, you know, I, I joked about you, I, I joked about this with you off air. You joked about me. But... <laughs> This is a right around the same where where your your boy your left fielder went out and at the same time Harris came in. Yeah, that's when things clicked. And so, yeah. as much grief as I got to give you, I, I think I think it's more about Harris in, improving everybody else than it is Duvall coming out. Mate, well, okay, I give you that. Made uh, I think it did make everybody better. Now I want to ask you a question. Go through OG. I want you to go through our. Uh, pitching rotation and i want you to tell me how good that's been that's a that's a bit of a harder question because because it ebbs and flows a little bit more but we've got we've got solid i mean max Fried, legit solid guy that's your you know that's your starting ace he's gonna he's gonna be your game one starter every time i think for me it's the those middle relievers those you know Meaning six, seven, eight, you know, guys where I I want to I, I hope that we get there. I, I just I'm not as confident 
in those middle relievers than I am with either Kozer or the or the the starters. Well, you know, you got look, they're getting better and better. Charlie's pitching tonight against Seattle. Uh, Charlie's kind of had an off year, but that's okay because you got some horses. All you need to get is five, six solid innings out of Charlie. And if he can keep you in the game like that, then you just – Charlie is a big game pitcher. So we're waiting on the postseason for Charlie to really kick in the gear. But you got Spencer Strider, who's been phenomenal. Max is a is a is just a complete dog. I mean, he 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 he's just a dog. And then you got Kyle Wright. Now, had a big lead the other night, blew that big lead, but that's gonna happen. He's won 17 games. You got to give him his due. So I like our starting pitching, you know, going into the playoffs. And uh then you can spot here there with the depth that we've got at pitching. Uh, we brought in a young kid the other day that started the game, went five, six innings, and uh, if he got – I don't know if he got that win, but either gave up one run or no runs before he came out. So if you keep getting that right there, that's giving your uh, team a chance to win. Yeah, if I think if we can get – if we can get a good five, six innings out of the starter, survive those middle innings – like Kenley Jansen, he's – He's got his stuff, like, legit, rock solid there. We just got to keep the lead to get to him. He's like the Mariano Rivera. He he rarely, if ever, blows a save. So you know that chances are pretty darn good. If you get to Jansen, you're going you're gonna to hold out. Well, he he need to because he had a couple of shaky starts. But like I say, he's right in the ship. Now, the one that's probably going to be our future close is Iglesias, the boy that we got from the, California, from the Los Angeles Angels. This kid ain't did nothing but come in and throw dimes ever since we got him. So they right now using him as a setup guy. So uh, he's – but he, all of them got close experience. He's got it. Kenley Jansen, uh, uh, the left-hander. Will uh, Smith? Uh, no, no, nah, Will Smith ain't here no more. Oh. Uh, you know, the wild one looked like Kimber. What's his name? Oh, good God almighty. Anyway, uh any other time I'm telling them up, I mean, folks, I apologize. Stevens. But uh, our, uh, you know, we got good work from the left side. Our right-handers have, have been coming in, notching pretty good. So, But we got the games that we're ahead late, we must win. You can't afford to give up any more games late. So, so you know, we, we just got to keep striding and keep winning. We got to handle our business. Right. Yeah, we, we got to control our own fate, not let others control it for us. A exactly. That's exactly what we got to do. All right, guys, we'll be back uh, to wrap it up in a little bit on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Remember to follow us on the Couch Spot, uh, uh, Facebook, uh, uh, all your streaming services. I'm getting it. I'm coming. Stay with me.
All right, we're back on the Cash Potato Sports Report. T-Bird and OG uh, taking you home this week. And uh, OG, Lamar Jackson uh, did not reach an agreement with the Ravens. He's going to play. He's going to play on his uh, fifth-year option, $23 million, $23.5, matter of fact. What's your thoughts on that? Like I said, a couple weeks ago, I was nervous for him because he was representing himself and he is not an agent. I mean, that's not his area of expertise. He's a player. It, it, it'd be like me trying to do like just out. He's out of his element and he didn't come to agreement. I think I'm sure he wanted uh, Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray money and, and Russell Wilson money and the Ravens probably they bucked back and, and probably didn't want to pay him that money, but here we are, stalemate. He's playing on his fifth-year option, and you know maybe that's a good idea. Maybe it's not, but what good would it do for him in getting that next contract if he sat out? Well, you know, he is a former MVP. I, 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 I'm just saying. Kyler Murray's never been MVP. Kyler Murray can win when it matters. He ain't done it yet. Kyler Murray's gotten to the playoffs, my friend. Lamar Jackson hat? He has, but man, let's let's look at some. No, no, no. You ain't gonna even take me down that road nah, because nah. you ain't gonna even take me down that road. Are you saying that Kyler Murray is a better quarterback than Lamar? Today, yes, I am. Today, you, today, you? with all the talent that Baltimore has in the backfield. Now, mind you, at one time last year they had three Heisman Trophy winners on on the on the, in the snap at the same time who you remember lamar jackson rg3 and uh mark, uh, mark ingram yeah, yeah three heisman trophy and they I, I they either they either can move the ball 90 yards easy on a drive or they go three and out they'll go three and out four or five times in a row and then and then have a 90 yard drive and be fine but nothing in between there's no consistency there yeah now you know the ravens they play some of that when I look at their offense, I see backyard football. I see toughness, gritty, getting dirty, nothing pretty. It's not pretty. But, you know, when they score, you know, they have a lot of low-scoring games. You ever notice that? Yeah. So I, I call it that. But, I, you know, $23 million is $23 million. I ain't so sure that I wouldn't have tried to come up with some kind of number to get my long-term deal. You know, so you want to, so you're, what you're saying is he should have been ready to give just to, just to meet in the middle. Well, not, I ain't going to say give because, you know, when you get older, you wish you would have went ahead and got that other 10 million. So, so, but I think that, I think that they could have met somewhere, you know, somewhere. I just really do, but it, it depends on the numbers that the other quarterbacks are getting. That, that is true. And, and again, though, if he had an agent representing him, would would we be having a different discussion? Uh, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, uh, think about Freddie Freeman, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe, but uh, you know, I, you know, at any rate, they settled. He's gonna he's gonna go with the twenty three million. Dicks, what you got? Two words for you guys: Dante Culpepper. out of the league. <laughs> Hey man, all I'm saying is the, the one thing people underestimate about agents is they have leverage 
because they have other clients. True, true. You know, they've dealt with these people before. They're all fishing buddies or whatever. So, and they may even do a deal with him just because they've been doing business with him. Yeah, that agent for a while. So that makes sense. And and I mean, didn't Dante Copler have Master P as an agent for a little bit? <laughs> I mean, Master uh, P was trying to you know become an agent. Master P, like. <laughs> Yeah, isn't that right? And, what, and was it him? Did have Master P? I don't think he had Master P. Somebody else. Had somebody it. did. It was uh, Adrian, um, the running back, Adrian. Uh, oh, Adrian Peterson. 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 Yeah. Really? He had, he had Master P? I believe. I thought so, he man. had. He had uh, Rosenhaus. Nah, uh, he may have had Rosenhaus at some point, but I feel like it was some yeah. big name like that. But I, I, I could be completely yeah. wrong. All I'm saying is, Dalte Culpepper tried to save himself. Eight percent and probably lost a lot more. So. Well, yes, he, he because in the league no more. Because he's he's you know out of his element. That that's not his job. His job as a quarterback do that well. Let your agent handle all these finances. It's yeah. not. It's like selling your house without a realtor. Yeah, you, maybe once in a hundred times you'll come out ahead, but and they're gonna ninety nine out of a hundred. They're gonna they're gonna come out ahead. You know. Yeah, you but you back. know they. Uh, that you know, that's all fine and dandy, but Master uh, Master P ain't doing it no more, right? Right, <laughs> right. So I, I guess what I'm what I'm saying is, would you play for twenty three million dollars, knowing that it's your fifth year option? I probably on, would. on your first contract. I probably would because I'm sure he wants to play. He's he's healthy, and he probably looked at it like, well, I am gonna get paid twenty three million dollars this year, and. Ho- I- I hope he uses that as motivation to have a dominant year and they'll have to pay him that and more than if he has a high caliber, you know, if he has a great year and yeah. leads them, you know, far and away. He's betting on himself. He's in, betting in, on himself. In, in a sense. So maybe that happened. And Richard Sherman did that and came out way ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, he, but, went, to, he's, but he's, he went to Stanford, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Let, let me ask you another thing, OG. Baseball. Change the rules. Did you see that? I did not. Okay. I did not. It, it, it came out today that they voted on the rule change for next year. No more shift. Thank God. No more shift. They're going to make the bases uh, a little bit bigger from 15 to 18 inches. Uh, pitcher can only come off the mound uh, when he's getting ready to pitch twice. Can't do it through, you know, getting that cat and mouse game. Bat, uh, they they bring in the pitch clock in 15 seconds. So I think it's going to be great. I hated the shift, and I hope I never, ever see it again. Your thoughts, OG? I guess I don't know enough. I'd, I'd have to really think about the thought of increasing the bases by just, I mean, three inches, three inches. But, you know, it's I, I got to understand that a little bit more. But yes, not having the shift, it leads to more offense. More offense leads to excitement. You know, the the pitch clock, again, leads to faster game. These are small little fixes that baseball desperately needs to keep fans, especially younger fans, interested. They they want the game to speed up. I, I You know, I get that. But they, let, let, and I, now, Dex, I want you to chime in on this too. When you go to a baseball game and you got, if you just say you take the wife, and you got two kids. You got two or three, OJ. I got three. Okay. You take the three kids. You done spent $600 practically parking, 
tickets, food, souvenirs, okay? And I'm going to spend $600 for two hours. See, for me, I want all of it. I want the experience. Number one, if the game start at, at 7.35, 7.30, I'm going to get there at 5 o'clock because I want to go to the battery. I want to get it all. You understand? I want to go to the battery. Yeah. I want to do the do. I want to get in there. I want to see batting practice. I want, this is my family now. I'm spending $600. You want to get your money's worth. I want to get my money's worth, and I don't want to go in and sit in the stadium for an hour and a half. And that's why they're, they're making that whole – experience you know like the battery that's a that's a whole experience to the base it's adding a lot to to kind of the game and and just the environment and it, it's a whole experience now you're not just going for the game you're going for all the, all the other stuff too I, and i i gotta save some of this for a coming soon uh tell me why i'm wrong but th there's a little more to the story here but baseball I think realizes that they got to do some things and these are little small incremental steps they're missing. They got to do something bigger to. Yeah, they do like football does. So you, so would you say that and Dex, what was your thoughts? I didn't get your thoughts. Um, I think the shift is perfectly fine. I mean, how's the rule going to be? They, they have to stand still until the ball is hit. No, like, no, 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 like, no. You got to have two, uh, say on the left side, you got to have two players on the left side of the infield. On the I mean, right side, Info, you got to have yourself. Like, you can't take that third baseman and send him to right field. Uh, yeah, okay. See, all right, that, all right. Because, see, see what you're you doing, yeah. a base hit is a base hit. Yeah. But when you put that guy right there, that's not a base hit. Because he going to catch. He's plugging a hole, yeah. Yeah, you you, you got to make the game. Don't, don't go away from the tradition of the game. Well, the other thing I wanted to address is if you're paying $600 for that whole experience, I'm so glad I go to soccer. Because it is way less than that for me and my son. Even after parking, food and everything, I'm, I think I'm right out like sixty, maybe eighty yeah, bucks. You know what I mean? like, so let's think about. Well, we're talking about baseball. Yeah, yeah. soccer's interesting. <laughs> so, so let's. But but at the same time, you're uh, gonna spend that much for football or or more. Yeah. But because football is more popular, more exciting, whatever, like you're going to do that and just not think twice about it where at baseball you're going to squeeze every dollar or every minute out of that out of that See, because the game moves slower in baseball so see a lot of time okay if you look if you sitting there and i've done it many times i'm watching the game right but if something go bang and i look over here like yeah, that, get closer to the microphone okay and i look to the right and as I'm looking to the right, the dude just hit one 400 mile, bam, and I missed it. You understand? But football, you got a lot of things going on. Baseball is like you got to catch the moments. You understand? Especially for a baseball guru like myself. Yeah, but here's the thing. Also, here's <laughs> my other problem with baseball. There's a game like every five minutes, dude. Like, how is it? It's like with soccer, you know, you, you, you rarely see a goal like goals. You might have three, maybe you rarely see four it. or five goals in a game. So they mean so much more. There's like games back to back, double headers, triple headers, you know, there's games like all the time. I, what, I what? like, how am I supposed to miss and bring up, you know, any sort of, you know, nostalgia or not nostalgia, any sort of like, you know, momentum towards wanting to see a game when it's like, okay, well, I miss this one. You'll catch so the next that, one. Yeah. You know, so it's like a bus that comes every five minutes. What but you're not, saying but, is but, the season is too long. They need to shorten it no, to make it more not, exciting. The season is just saying. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, 
but you bag. but you're seeing I ain't talking about every other team. I'm talking about my Braves. I'm talking about every team. But I'm talking about my Braves. Talk, okay, do you want the Braves to survive or do you want baseball to survive? Because those are two different things. Why well, do people pay so much for football tickets or you know, even like a like NCAA tournament tickets or you know, playoff tickets in football, but really think twice about it for baseball. It's because of the frequency. It is. It, I mean, when, yeah. when there's what? one football game a week, you really oh man, I it's gotta go to this. But there's time. but you there's five baseball games that same week yes. in in your but town. But it's got yeah. to be one football game a week. Them boys can't play every day. Hell, like one day in a walk. I'm not asking them to play every day. What and then baseball, is, baseball. If, they, if baseball is on like twice a week, if it was on no, if it's on on like less of a frequency than basketball, I'd say yeah, that would make can't sense. Can't be. It can't be. This baseball, baseball no, it can't be. Dick. I'm just saying. Baseball is a game of consistency. What three out of seven times? What is three out of ten? You go to Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You it's, you you. Baseball is it's a game of consistency, man. You can't. That's a hard. Baseball is a hard game. It's not that hard. We've uh, talked about. Okay, okay, but, but you, here we go. Right, but here oh, wait a minute. Nah, no, I'm no, pissed no, no, no. off now. You <laughs> gonna me. say baseball ain't that hard? You go out there and hit Spencer Strider's fastball. Look, go the, the only thing that's hard about baseball is is taking a round bat and a round ball and hitting it squarely. Go ahead. That, that is hard. Can you hit it? What I'm saying is it's a, it's a supply ball. and demand issue. There is too much yes, supply, supply of baseball because the season is so rain. long. Uh-huh. There's so many teams, and uh-huh. the, there's not the demand for it, whereas you, the scarcity of football, man, I am going to yeah. make sure I am home on the couch ready to watch the Falcons. And you have a dedicated day for it, and it's always the weekends. There's five or six. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. Go ahead, we'll, go ahead. But there's now, five or six. Now y'all ain't going to double team, man. I done, <laughs> yes. told you, I done told you about that double team. T-Bird, <laughs> just let it go, man. There's too much baseball, and there's not enough demand for it. Because if, hey, you missed the game on Monday, if you watch you watch the game on Tuesday because you know there's going to be one on Wednesday, too, and Friday. and exact Monday. There, there's too much no, baseball. No, I think you guys are just party poopers. And <laughs> and baseball is the net. That's why they call it the national pastime. It used, used to be. It still is. Uh, There's no other sports being played in America. It still is. It's, it's still a national pastime. But you guys don't enjoy baseball like I do. So that's why y'all got a different look. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't have three hours a night every single night to watch baseball. I did when I, my kids were small, just like yours. I could I could change diapers and do everything while I'm watching the game. Well, and then go play. Uh, T-Bird, I, yes, sir. I don't know about okay. you, but... I mean, I don't have that time. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong. I, I, look, when I go to the games, I enjoy it. I, I make the whole thing. But when I sit down in front of the TV and I want to zone out, it's always soccer. It's not going to be baseball, that's for sure. Well, look, and, and, and look, I got young kids, you do too. Like, yeah. I don't even have control of the remote. My kids do. They yeah. they they control what's Well, on. that's your fault. Oh, here we go. Give them, give, give them a TV. We do on on Sundays. <laughs> we own the TV. Yeah. Because if football's on and we watch football, because we play fantasy football and it's a family thing and football, we control the TV. Well, let me on just Sundays. tell you, when my kids were small, I changed diapers. I, I could multitask. <laughs> I changed diapers. I put them in the car in the car seat. I uh, took them to the game. I coached them. I played. So I was all, just like you are now, I was all over the place. Me and my wife, we were all over the place. Taking one to that end of the county, 
I had one going to this end of the cap. So I've been there, done that, guys. I'm I know. not knocking it. All I know exactly is, what you're talking about. It's, it, there's a lot of barriers to entry for it. You know, again, it's a sport that's played so often. You know, there's no rarity. There's then there's the fact that you have to, you you got to have like the sports package. You got to pay, but not just pay cable, but then you got to pay an extra what thirty four. You ain't got to. And that's why I also don't watch it. Yeah, okay. Well, you, I mean, you ain't <laughs> you know? got to. So, I mean, all I'm so. saying is if you, if they want my eyes, well, that's what they get, man. Right. So. All right. Well, I hear you. Supply and demand, T, but that's simple, simple math. All right, guys. Well, we want to thank you for joining us on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Had some good conversation, got through the storm, and uh, next week we're going to be a lot better. Most should be back. And uh, again, y'all uh, tune in on all your streaming services. And don't forget to listen to the Couch Potato Sports Report every Friday, 6 o'clock. We are out. We out.